1991, as the Soviet Union was collapsing and the Cold War coming to an end, George H.W. Bush publicly announced a new campaign of American dominance, which he called the New World Order. This is an historic moment. We have in this past year made great progress in ending the long era of conflict and Cold War. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Vladimir Putin told Oliver Stone that in the year 2000, he asked President Clinton if Russia could join NATO, which he said made the American delegation very nervous. They were not interested in world peace. They had different plans. In 1997, the project for the new American century was founded by William Crystal and Victoria Newland's husband, Robert Kagan. In September of 2000, they published their agenda entitled Rebuilding America's Defenses, which outlined an ambitious and aggressive plan to achieve world dominance, starting in the Middle East and ending with Russia. The document acknowledged the fact that their world domination efforts would trouble American allies and could therefore be a long process absent some catastrophic and catalyzing event like a new Pearl Harbor. A year after publishing this, 2,000 people were murdered in the World Trade Center and blamed on a small terrorist group created by the CIA. And with this catastrophic and catalyzing event, the plan for a new American century went into action. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and and one of the generals called me and he says, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. So I came back to see him a few weeks later. And by that time, we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense Office today. And he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. George H.W. Bush's son, George W., began a propaganda campaign to sell the American public on overthrowing Iraq. I take the threat very seriously. I take the fact that he develops weapons of mass destruction very seriously. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. When the lies became obvious, George W. made jokes while reveling in the blood of the innocent. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. (laughs) Nope, no weapons over there. Secretary of State Madeleine Albright said that murdering millions of Iraqi children was worth it. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? 
I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. The power-hungry cabal, made up of close-knit families who practice multi-generational child abuse and mass mind control, began overthrowing sovereign nations and murdering innocent civilians became the new norm for U.S. foreign policy. But their plan for global domination was failing, and starting in 2020, with the COVID scam, they began targeting U.S. citizens. They have become desperate, and they are going for broke, slaughtering innocent Palestinians to spark a war with Iran, and sacrificing the people of Ukraine to hopelessly take on Russia. These inbred families are getting old, and they are fighting for their lives. There is too much at stake for them to ever give up, which makes them more dangerous than ever. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. It's Thursday, February 8th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We have a lot to cover today. We'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show. We'll open up the phone lines nice and early. A bit of a bit of a slow news week, I feel. Ever since the failure of the border bill to pass I don't know there's there just hasn't been all too much going on there is stuff going on there's some very bizarre things happening in Hawaii of all places with some decisions coming down from a court there that's just that are just insane so we'll get into that a little bit later some videos to show you as well but let's just get into it here it is your daily dispatch All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 8th of February, 2024. Tucker Carlson could face sanctions over Putin interview. Tucker Carlson has interviewed Putin. It's set to go live tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern time on X. Tucker Carlson's interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin could see the conservative pundit targeted by European Union lawmakers. Current and former members of the European Parliament have told Newsweek Carlson visited Russia this week and on Thursday, on Tuesday revealed he would soon be releasing an interview with the Russian leader. Carlson's work in Russia could see the former Fox News host in hot water with the EU. 
Guy Verhofstadt, a former pre- uh, Belgian prime minister and current member of the European Parliament, told Newsweek, the lawmaker who's called for the EU to explore imposing a travel ban on Carlson described Carlson as a mouthpiece of former President Donald Trump and Putin, adding, as Putin is a war criminal and the EU sanctions all who assist him in that effort, it seems logical the external action service examine his case as well. So yes, journalism is in fact illegal in the EU. Newsweek reached out to Tucker Carlson Network by email to request a comment, but didn't receive anything. Explaining his motive for the interview, Carlson said in a video statement on Tuesday, most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. We're not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And perhaps we'll pull some clips from an interview that people were spreading around the uh, an interview that took place right before the invasion of Iraq with Saddam Hussein. Interview with Saddam Hussein. Because there's a... There's several very interesting parts of that uh, particular interview where Saddam Hussein is denying having weapons of mass destruction, which we know now to have been the truth the entire time. But importantly, it's Dan Rather interviewing him. And we'll have to just show you the clip because Dan Rather says, you know, would you ever consider going into hiding? Would you ever consider you know, taking asylum and fleeing Iraq? And Saddam Hussein kind of laughs and goes, yeah, I know, I know what you're doing with this. Uh, because basically what's happening is that the United States empire, as it were, is sending Dan Rather as an emissary to deliver a threat in the form of a question. See, if you're there on behalf of the military industrial complex in an attempt to browbeat or intimidate the opponents of the world order, Uh, then that's perfectly fine and that's allowed, but you cannot go with actual journalistic intentions. Again, the EU's external action service is the bloc's diplomatic arm responsible for foreign policy. For an individual to be added to the EU's sanction list, evidence can be presented to the EEAS for review. If deemed sufficient, they can then present the case to the European Council, the body made up of EU national leaders, which takes the final decision on whether to impose sanctions. The leaders of the member states can also uh, propose sanctions for consideration directly through the council again it's uh it's all it's all arbitrary i mean there's there's nothing about the rule of law that's actually being adhered to here whether putin is a war criminal or not that's never actually been adjudicated by any court so they're just deciding that he is in other words just if it's if he's an opponent of the eu then they'll use whatever power they have to foil him from anything, from getting his message out, from talking to anybody, from having some sort of diplomatic recourse rather than war. It's all being orchestrated from on high and good for Tucker Carlson for actually going out and trying to foster dialogue between countries rather than just a wall of silence with the inevitable war to follow. We also have this. U.S. Supreme Court hearing focuses on Trump's eligibility for the 2024 election. Colorado Supreme Court ruled the ex-president ineligible to run for office for inciting insurrection under the 14th Amendment. U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments Thursday morning in the high-stakes case that will probably determine whether Donald Trump is eligible to run for president this year. 
The case, Donald Trump versus Norma Anderson et al., came after six Colorado voters filed a lawsuit last year alleging Trump was ineligible to run for president under a little-used provision of the Constitution's 14th Amendment. The provision says that any member of Congress or officer of the United States who takes an oath to defend the Constitution and then subsequently engages in insurrection is barred from holding office. The ban can only be overridden by two-thirds vote in both chambers of Congress. This goes back to Trump's conduct during the January 6th Capitol attack, which they say disqualifies him from holding federal office, which, again, I mean, uh, it's just it's just absurd that we even have to talk about this. It's ridiculous. They actually already held a trial uh, for this exact claim. He was impeached for his speech on January 6th. He was acquitted of that. So he's not guilty of the thing that they are now punishing him for, right? I mean, this isn't complicated or confusing or anything. Uh, he gave a speech in which he said you should peacefully and patriotically protest. They somehow interpret that as to be an insurrection. I, I mean, it's just, okay. I mean, I guess we have to treat this like it's legitimate. It's not, it's just not, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, if the Supreme Court... Besides anything other than this is a ridiculous political maneuver to try to destroy democracy in this country. And that's the thing, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a fake rape accusation or something. It's like, it's not enough that we decide, okay, no, this guy's not guilty of the thing that you haven't, he's never been charged with. He's never been given a chance to defend himself against this like this is not the way america works you don't just have some random court in colorado declare that you're guilty of something never having had a trial never having been allowed to present your defense never having the argument made they just decide they just declare actually you're guilty of insurrection like that's not the way any of this works it's not the rule of law this is a threat to democracy and it's not even enough that this be tossed out. The people who are doing this need to be made an example of the people who are trying to destroy our ability to elect a representative to actually have a government that it represents the will of the people. Like you, this can't happen. This can't be allowed. This can't continue. This is ridiculous. This is absurd. The fact that it's gotten to the Supreme Court is frankly an indictment on our entire system as it stands. So we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see what they decide. There have been several suits seeking to remove Trump from the ballot. Only Colorado and Maine have done so thus far. A Maine judge last month ordered the Secretary of State there to hold off on excluding Trump until the U.S. Supreme Court uh, issued a decision. A decision upholding the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling would not automatically remove Trump from the ballot across the country, while some states have rebuffed efforts to remove Trump from the primary ballot. A Supreme Court saying Trump can be disqualified would probably set off a flurry of fast challenges in state courts and other tribunals to disqualify him from the ballot in the general election. Uh, general election. It's generally believed that Trump has the upper hand of the court, where conservatives have a six to three supermajority and Trump nominated three of the justices. Still, experts say there's a high degree of uncertainty over exactly what the court will do because it has chosen not to limit the scope of arguments before it. And the issues are so unprecedented. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how you don't just throw this out. I don't know how you don't just immediately condemn anybody who even attempted to bring this forward. It's ridiculous. Again, just the number of reasons why this makes no sense are legion. We can go into all of them, but 
it, it doesn't matter because we don't live under the rule of law anymore. So none of that matters. I mean, we literally had a show trial for January 6th where only the prosecutors got to present evidence. Like, this is, does anybody recognize how dangerous that is? It, it's, if you, if you boil down all of like Western, especially Anglo-Saxon history and the, the drive for liberty that has attained such great heights in the Western world, almost all of it, the, the, the main, uh, function that allows it to continue is a trial by the jury of your peers. That's what, it's like in the Magna Carta, it's like the number one thing that they wanted because you don't want to have a, a system of rule that can arbitrarily decide you're guilty and never even present the charges to you, never allow you to defend yourself against them. That's what tyranny is. That's what the entire story of humanity has been breaking away from. And we're returning to that because Trump just scares these people so much that they're willing to throw away 2,000 years of human advancement to get their way. So there it is. And it's again, you know, I, I, I wonder, I wonder which way it'll go because, you know, obviously the way the Guardian presents it, in that article that I was just reading from, where it says, generally believe that Trump has the upper hand of the court where conservatives have a six to three supermajority and Trump nominated three of the justices. Like the way they see the world is like, well, it's our guys that we put on the court, so they should decide for us because it's power. It's just pure power and we gave them power, so now they owe us the use of that power. And so he, we, he has, he has the more power on the court. And it's all just a big power game. Unfortunately for us, we don't actually see the world that way. The people that we appoint to things like the Supreme Court, we appoint them not because they're on our side and will therefore make decisions for us, but because they're actually honorable and concerned with upholding something higher than their own personal or political power. Uh, so I don't know which way it'll decide. I mean, that's, this is the problem. This is the, double-edged sword of actually having morality and, and principles in a world increasingly d- determined by just pure, simple exercise of power. So I don't know. You know, it's uh, we may be hoisted by our own petard here. You put people on the court that are actually honorable and ethical and principled, and that means that they're not just going to choose their guy because it's their guy. They're going to choose what's right, even if it goes against their personal inclination, something that the liberals never have any qualms about. They never, that never enters into their decision making process. And that much is obvious. And it's like one of those, I was thinking about this recently because there's, for some reason, there's been talk about like the voting age or who should have the vote, right? People on Twitter, Jack Posobiec and others being like, only people who pay taxes should be able to vote, which makes perfect sense to me. If you have a stake in this country, if you are actually a producer of goods and services, if you actually are a contributor to the society, you should have a say in it. If you are a dependent on the society, you should not be allowed to just vote yourself more of other people's money. Uh, makes sense. I mean, that's the way it used to be. That's the way it was for hundreds of years, but not anymore. 
And I remember making that argument back in like college or whatever. Just being like, yeah, you shouldn't be able to vote if you don't pay taxes. Because again, it, you're, you, and we see the way that the, I mean, again, the Democrats have no qualms about this, whether it's the illegal immigration or the student loans. To them, it's fine. It's like, well, if you're, if you're just rely entirely on the government, you're just accept welfare. You don't have a job. You just live off the production that other people work and sweat and bleed for. You should not be allowed to have an equal say as the people that support you and just go and just go, oh, I'm going to vote for the person that's going to give me more of their stuff. And I mean, just none of that makes any sense. But I remember being in college and making that argument saying, yeah, you shouldn't. People being like, oh, but you don't pay taxes, right? Because I was in college. I didn't have a job or anything. I wasn't a, I wasn't a producer at the time. And I was always just like, like, what are you even talking? Like, well, but you wouldn't, but then you're saying you shouldn't be allowed to vote. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The decisions that I make, if we're talking about the course of the country or the way that our government should be run, it was like anathema to people that I would actually be in support of something that would deprive me personally of some amount of power, however much power voting actually gives you. It's just this like solipsistic sort of like selfish, like, well, I support whatever gives me more stuff and me more money. It's like, no, I, I'm, I'm young. I don't know anything. I, I haven't produced anything. I have no right to demand a say in the function of this government when I've done nothing to earn it. But, you know, it's so I mean, this is like the this is like the main. I don't know. Dichotomy, I think, that really lies at the bottom of whether you are somebody that just wants what's best for the world and wants things that are fair and reasonable and make sense in terms of like how best to run a country and people who just see politics at all as just a sheer how do we get the most benefit of it? How do we get the most for ourselves? How do we exploit this as much as possible? And even if the decision ultimately will lead to the crumbling of the entire structure, it doesn't matter because I just want what I can get now. You know, let the destruction to follow. You know, let, let the destruction follow. So anyway, we'll, uh, we'll see where the Supreme Court goes on that. We'll see what type of society we actually have. Whether we actually have a say in our uh, elected representative or whether we are openly a top-down plutocracy or not. Meanwhile, Russia attacks Ad- Adivka from all directions. Situation difficult, says mayor. Large numbers of Russian troops are attacking Adivka in eastern Ukraine from all directions. And the situation is increasingly difficult for Ukraine troops defending the town, its mayor said on Thursday. Russian forces have taken the initiative on the eastern front in the industrial Donbass region of Ukraine and have been trying to cut supply lines and encircle Ukrainian forces dug in since October. The enemy is pressuring us from all directions. They're storming with very numerous forces. Adivka Mayor said in a televised comments describing the situation as very difficult and hot. Pounded by fighting in the region since 2014 that surged in 2022 when Russia launched its full-scale invasion of Ukraine, Adivka has sustained heavy damage. There are now only 941 residents in a town that was once home to 32,000 people and is a large coking plant, Barbarash said. And we told you this was going to happen earlier this week when we heard rumors that Russia was going to accelerate and actually start uh, to revamp its 
offensive moves as they've basically been waiting in stasis for the last like year or so, having achieved their military objectives, trying to negotiate a peace. And Ukraine has launched counteroffensive after counteroffensive. Each one has failed. And so Russia is kind of getting sick of it. And they're going to actually, actually continue to go into uh, Ukraine even more to create a buffer zone. And this is all predictable and avoidable, but the people that are in charge don't want to avoid it and are allowing it to continue. So we'll get into what exactly is happening in Ukraine. They're launching yet another round of, of, um, I don't want to say recruitment. What do you call it when uh, a bunch of military guys travel around finding anybody over the age of 18 and shoving them in a van to take them to the front line to be killed by Russia. I don't know. That's not recruitment. That's something else. But they are launching another one of those. And the way that they're doing it is actually sort of horrifying. We'll we'll get into that in just a second here. But Joe Biden, uh, his brain is melting in front of everybody. And it's very embarrassing. In his second mix-up this week, Biden talks about meeting with dead European leaders. President Joe Biden on Wednesday twice referred to the late German Chancellor Helmut Kohl instead of former Chancellor Angela Merkel. While detailing a 2021 conversation at campaign events, it was the second time this week that Biden has recalled speaking with a European leader who has died years earlier. His gaffes Wednesday came at a series of fundraisers in New York as he described conversations he said he had with European uh, uh, European leaders at a meeting of the Group of Seven Industrialized Nations in the UK in 2021, months after the January 6th riot. Biden said both events at both events that Helmut Kohl, who actually died in 2017, had asked him how he would respond if he read about people storming the British Parliament and killing officers to stop the election of a prime minister. Merkel actually attended the 2021 summit in the UK. The White House didn't immediately respond to a request for comments, and those were not, of course, Biden's first mix-up of European leaders this week. Speaking at an event in North Las Vegas, Nevada on Wednesday, Biden confused Francois Mitterrand, the former French president who died in 1996, for French President Emmanuel Macron in retelling an encounter with the French leader at a summit during his first year in office. So, so there's that. There's that. Biden is talking to ghosts. Biden is having long and thoughtful conversations with people who died two decades ago, which is which is great. And then NBC News is like, Donald Trump has also had recent slip ups. Okay, is he saying that he's talking to dead people? Because these are not the same, not in the slightest. I mean, uh, finally, we have this and this story really just goes to show you where we are in this country. It's um, we're essentially we're being blackmailed by our own government. And it's kind of the end of the line, I think. White House says ICE will reduce deportations detention capacity if Republicans don't pass border bill. The White House on Thursday announced that U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement will soon be forced to reduce operations at the southern border due to lack of funds. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre told reporters that because Republicans have not passed the bipartisan border security agreement with funding for Israel and Ukraine, the administration is left with no choice but to pull back from the border. Saying that because congressional Republicans are choosing partisan politics over our national security and refusing to pass the bipartisan national security agreement, ICE will be forced to reduce operations because of budget shortfalls. Again, I mean, uh, just 
it's uh yeah so they're they're literally threatening to increase the invasion if we don't give them what they want if you don't pass this budget we're going to stop doing our job is what they're essentially saying you can imagine this happening in any other situation where like the police would be like well we're, we'd be forced to let out all these criminals if you don't give us if you don't pass this bill that we want Okay, so we're being blackmailed by our own government who are saying they're going to refuse to actually just do the job they're supposed to do unless we give them more money. That's basically what's happening. How much longer can this go on? I mean, has it ever been more clear? We're not citizens of a country. We don't have any say in our country. We are subjects of a tyrannical system of exploitation. And if we don't let them exploit us, then they say they'll remove our protection and allow our enemies to take us over. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers, the signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information is game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. 
All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Dive deep into the stories the mainstream media won't touch. This is the American Journal. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot to talk about here. In, the, in terms of uh, what's going on with Ukraine and Russia, obviously it's very easy to portray what's happening and what has happened over the last couple of years in Ukraine as a senseless land grab by Putin if you ignore all of the context and all of the history and all of the run-up to the actual event. This is how the media works. We know this. This is how they operate. Their entire purpose of existence is to tell you what is technically the truth while leave you believing a lie. The metaphor I always like to use or example is if I tell you about a guy that was running around a parking lot, jumping on cars and yelling and screaming and uh, spitting and jumping from car to car, you'd go, wow, that guy sounds crazy. Well, yeah, he does. If I left out the part about the rabid dog that was chasing him, right? Uh, it was just a little, just a little minor note there. Uh, he was being chased by a dog that was foaming at the mouth. Oh, suddenly what seems crazy and insane, if I only tell one side of the story, is perfectly reasonable. When you hear all of the context, it's very similar with Putin and Ukraine. If I tell you that Putin one day in February of 2022 simply invaded the sovereign territory of Ukraine and annexed portions of it into Russia, well, that sounds crazy until you hear about the 50 plus year history of how it got to that point and the maneuvers by NATO to try to bring Ukraine into the fold, despite the fact that they had treaties expressly forbidding that. And if we get into the, uh, was it the Minsk agreement that at this point, multiple parties of the Minsk agreement on NATO's side admit, well, we just agreed to the Minsk agreement as a, as a ruse. That was a trick. We wanted to lull Russia into a sense of security so we could continue to arm Ukraine behind the scenes in preparation for an inevitable conflict down the road. So it's like these are the people that we should be mad at. If you're mad that it's not a, a peace agreement in Ukraine, 
that Russia doesn't seem like they trust NATO or Ukraine all that much. It's not Russia's fault for not trusting people who have been proven liars, who will sign treaties and then openly state after they sign the treaty, after the treaty falls apart, say, well, we never intended to uphold that treaty anyway. That was just a trick. That was just a delaying action so that Russia wouldn't prepare for what we were preparing for behind the scenes. So why should, so in that case, why would Russia, we, there's going to do it again? There's going to go sign another treaty with similar provisions, knowing that the last time they did it, it was admittedly a trick by the people they were signing uh, on, on behalf of NATO. We are run by untrustworthy little weasel people. So why would they ever make an agreement with us? Why would they ever try to solve things diplomatically when our diplomats openly brag about the deception that they deploy? Tucker Carlson apparently facing sanctions over this Putin interview. You're not allowed to talk to Putin. He's a war criminal after all. Which again, it's our rules-based order. The New World Order, our rules-based international group, you know, it's one of the things where if you are in charge of the rules-based international order, you can ignore all of the rules and do whatever the hell you want. If you're not in charge, if you actually are uh, or a country like Russia, you have to adhere resolutely to the provisions of the law and the, and the restrictions of the law. So you can take Syria, for example. Our intervention in Syria is illegal unjustified, not allowed by international law. We're like occupying the Golan Heights with Israel and America and just stealing all of their oil. Like that's just not allowed. That's against the international rules-based order that we claim we're upholding constantly. Russia, however, is involved in Syria by request by the Syrian government in line with the international rules that dictate war. So who's the war criminal? Is Russia the war criminal because people have died in, in two years of Ukraine? Are Israel and Netanyahu, are they war criminals because of the many, many more times innocent civilians that have died in just a few months from their bombing campaign there? I mean, it's all arbitrary. It's all just at the whim of the people in charge. And they cloak their actions in the so-called rules-based order, despite it being manifestly obvious that there's no restrictions whatsoever in these uh, with these types of things. But I want to look at this. This is from Mike Bin's cyber on Twitter on X. And as we know, I mean, Ukraine is is very much a testing ground right now, not just for military technology that's new and and untested on the field of battle but also as a testing ground for the global government that's coming, right? They're very excited about this. We've shown videos of it saying that, you know, once we wipe the slate clean with Ukraine, we'll be able to build it up as a smart country. You'll be able to access all of the government uh, uh, subsidies and policy. Everything will be on your smartphone. It'll be really amazing. We've got BlackRock and Goldman Sachs, you know, ready with the money to come in and rebuild Ukraine and their image and their with their design behind it. How much of this actually 
was behind what's going on in Ukraine or how much of this is just taking advantage of a situation once it arises. It doesn't really matter. The point is that they are deliberately destroying Ukraine in order to rebuild it as less of a nation, as more of a testing ground for the global citizenship that they want us all to adhere to. And the way this is being employed already is frankly terrifying. At Mike Bin's Cyber on Twitter says, this is insane. The U.S. State Department forced all Ukrainians to tie their financial assets to their smartphones by developing the DIA, DIIA state and smartphone app for Ukraine. And now Ukrainians who try not to die will have all of their assets seized. So from Reuters, tighter army mobilization rules targeting would-be Ukrainian soldiers and proposing asset freezes for those who are trying to dodge the draft came a step closer on Wednesday when Parliament passed the first reading of the bill. So again, they say, hey, we're going to have this incredible new, we have this incredible new technology, we're going to use it. So what do they call it? The state in a smartphone app. Well, maybe we'll go back and find the video where they announced this and they, they put it forward like this is a progressive move towards, you know, uh, democratizing all of the government services and you can just get it on your smartphone. You don't have to go and wait at the DPS center or whatever anymore to, to refill your ID. Your ID will be digital and, and oh, by the way, we'll connect it to your bank account. It's so convenient. But what that means now is if you, don't want to be drafted into going and fighting Russia on behalf of Zelensky. Well, now they have all of your finances tied in with your digital ID. And if you avoid the draft, then they'll simply confiscate all of your money. Isn't that convenient? And uh, Jordan Satchel, Satchel, or however you say his name, uh, posted this. Ukraine intends on drafting 500,000 more citizens. Kiev Parliament uh, Kiev's parliament, which now outlaws opposition parties, will soon allow for bank account seizures as a punishment for noncompliance. Ukrainians abroad will have their assets frozen. More bodies for the meat grinder coming soon. Ukrainian bill intended to draft more soldiers passes first reading. So there's no political parties that are allowed. They have nationalized or uh, destroyed and, and outlawed any opposition media outlets in that country in order to deliver information that is contrary to the dictates of the government. They have not held and will not be holding an election for president until the war is over, a war that is determined by the president that sits there now. So no elections until I decide that the war is over. That's what Zelensky is telling people. And now they're uh, ramping up the war despite the possibility for peace being available but ignored and scuttled by uh, the NATO powers that are controlling Ukraine from outside. Horrible. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So 
Get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Well, it seems like they would want to this type of maneuver secret until they'd gotten it 
implemented everywhere. Maybe the globalists really are just they're too they're too eager to get these control mechanisms in place and to show their effectiveness. If you ever needed if you ever were like, well, but the CBDC, it's it'll be so convenient, it'll be fine. Like if you're on the side of these people, you think there's no way it can be abused? Well, you can't really believe that anymore with what's going on in Ukraine. They're going to do exactly the same here that they did in Ukraine. They're going to have an app. They're going to say it's so convenient. You tie your financials to it. It'll be an easy way to pay taxes. In fact, they'll incentivize you, right? Go over to our all-digital platform, and we'll actually give you money. You know, you'll get $1,000 for moving over, or, you know, you'll have to pay an extra fine to pay your taxes not through this app. You know, and inconvenience everybody by doing it the traditional way. And then once they have that in place, then they control your finances. And if you want to go against them, if you don't want to go fight in a war that they've decided that you need to go die for, they'll take all of your money. They'll confiscate all your money. They're actually doing that in Ukraine. None of this is speculative. I can understand if you think that we're over here just warning you about something and we're paranoid and, no, it's not going to be like that. You can trust people in charge. I, I could see how you could live in that fantasy world, but not anymore. We're seeing it right here. Here it's happening right out in the open, in your face. This is how this works. Asset freezes for those who are trying to dodge the draft. So if you don't want to go fight in the war, prepare to have your assets frozen. If you want to protest what the government is doing, prepare to have your assets frozen like they did with the truckers. And they already have mechanisms in place to do this but it'll be that much more convenient once everything is digital your id is tied in biometrically to your 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 personage itself they're setting all of this up and implementing it already right in front of our faces so we can go along with it we can give them the ultimate power to do whatever the hell they want and efficiently eliminate anybody resisting them or we can resist them now before it gets to that point while we still have some semblance some remaining bit of freedom left to oppose what's happening we'll see we'll see how this goes and again i really can't get over this white house says ice will reduce deportations detention capacity if republicans don't pass border bill this is not this is not as they're presenting it, right? Obviously. Obviously this isn't a inevitable process. Where it's like they're like, We need money to do what we're doing, and we're just like, No, you can't have it, and so they're being forced to not patrol the border. They're spending billions upon billions of dollars to not secure the border. Billions of dollars of creating entire colonies to house the illegal immigrants, transporting and and giving them money, giving them literal debit cards and hotel rooms and food and plane tickets and on and on and on. They have plenty of money. They're choosing to use it to facilitate the flow of immigrants rather than stop it. 
And they're essentially saying the little the little bit of actual police work that we are doing, we're going to stop doing that if you don't give us more money. In other words, pass the bill to allow us to destroy America or else we're going to destroy America. So we're being threatened and blackmailed by our own law enforcement. That's what's actually happening here. So there you go. There you go. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know how much longer this can go on. I don't know how much longer we can continue to pretend that we live in the country that our forefathers built. How much we can pretend to live in a country where we've got decent people running the government and doing their best and struggling with real, real world problems that are confronting us at every angle. It would almost, it would almost just be better just to, if they, if they wouldn't pretend like this wasn't happening. I've said it, I've said it a lot, but, you know. The, the frustrating part is actually having to treat these people as if they're serious or legitimate at all. So yeah, they're, they're literally saying we're just going to, no, we're, we're going to just stop deporting people if you don't give us what we want. Clip number four here is, of course, the, the, just one of the many reasons behind all of this. And that's one thing that I think we do a pretty good job of, of covering here, but not so much other outlets. Where they'll say, this is all about votes. This is all about bringing in voters. Because they'll bring in all these foreigners and those foreigners will vote Democrat. It's all about election rigging. It's like that's one aspect of it. That's like saying, you know, the Nazis had Jews in concentration camps because the Jews voted against them. It's like... Yeah, I guess maybe it was also an act of genocide, though. So this is a genocide going on. This is a deliberate policy of replacement and expulsion, more or less. It's a slow motion expulsion. They're fine with just allowing you to die out and not have any kids rather than actually pick you up and ship you somewhere. But it's a policy of demographic replacement wholesale on the entire country. That's bigger than voting. That's bigger than election rigging. That's part of it. It's one of the benefits they get from doing this. Like a snowball rolling down the hill, the more people they bring in, the more votes they get, the more power they get, the quicker they can do the expulsions and the replacement. So it's like increasing steam. It's increasing speed as it travels downhill. And voting is an aspect of this, but it's not the point of it. The point of it is destroying a population. In fact, somebody tweeted out and I retweeted, I think it was Martyr Made, retweet, uh, tweeted out something that really put it very well. It's, it's exactly what I say all the time on this show, but uh, the way that he put it, uh, phrased it extremely proficiently. Uh, and, I, and I just retweeted it uh, yesterday, I believe. So I'm just going to read this because 
I want to uh, get it exactly right. Well, before we do that, I, I was going to pitch to a video, so I'll find this here during the video. But uh, this video has been going a little bit viral, posted by Wall Street Silver, clip number four. Here's illegal immigrants talking about the 2024 election that they plan on voting in. Let's watch. He's the one helping us. Biden, Biden, of course, for Biden. He likes supporting the migrants. He's a very good person. And Trump is a different thing. Yeah. Trump is against me exploiting you, so he's bad. Biden is for me exploiting you, so he's good. You know, it's just exactly what I was saying earlier in the show, where it's like, even if I wanted to move to another country, even if I, I do, I love Japan, I would love to move to Japan, it's safe, it's clean, it's lovely, it's very nice, doesn't have all of the problems that we in America create for ourselves. But if a Japanese person was like, no, you can't come here. What am I going to be like? That guy's evil because he opposes me taking advantage of the thing that he has. It's like these people, they're bad people. These are bad people we're letting in. Anybody who's crossing the border, anybody who's taking advantage of the open border to cross into this country for their own benefit so they can exploit the American people, they're all bad people. Anybody that crosses the border illegally is a bad person by definition. They're selfish. They're exploitative they should be expelled with extreme prejudice. If even expelled, honestly, I think they should be put to work. I think anybody that crosses into this country illegally, man, woman, doesn't, doesn't matter, they should be put on a camp. They should be put in chains and paraded along the side of the highways picking up trash. Our country could be clean, uh, but these people are uh, bad people that deserve to be treated like the criminals they are. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves, unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people. We don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening. 
today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. We got to come together. Whether you believe in that or not, you got to decide whether you have dominion over yourself. I believe that the majority of the plain people of the United States will, day in and day out, make fewer mistakes in governing themselves than any smaller class or body of men, no matter what their training, will make in trying to govern them. And you got to decide whether it's God that's going to have dominion over you, that you get orders from, or whether some other human that's jacked into the evil force is going to have dominion over you. What we're talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. Do we want to have a human plan or a post-human plan? Noval Harari and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates say humans are obsolete. We're scum because they know we are their competition. They know that if we go for what we want and what God wants us to have, they can't compete with that transmission. They can't compete with that blueprint. They can't compete without architecture. They can't compete with that master plan. But I just see it now. It'll be so clear soon. Are you pro-human or are you anti-human? You are the human resistance to this alien takeover. And again, when I say alien takeover, I don't mean some little tinfoil flying saucer crashing in Roswell from Alpha Centauri's. I'm talking about the transmission in the universe of God's order and God's will, or do you choose to serve the agents of death? And like Martin Luther King said, we're not going to judge them off what color they are. We're going to judge them off of their character, of their actions and deeds. So I'm going to say it right now, real clear. I love everybody, no matter what color your beautiful skin is. But I care about your heart and your guts and your mind. And you're under attack by these Satanists. And they want to kill you. And they want to kill your children. And I say we set our differences aside. And I say we come together and we beat these people. And we smash their technocracy. And we build the future together. And we can do anything with our real diversity. These enemies tell us all day about diversity. They mean divided and conquered groups of people separate from each other. This bill is supported by all of the Democrats, House and Senate. It's just the filibuster in a way. So in a way, if you really truly want to honor Dr. King, don't dishonor him by using a congressional custom as an excuse for protecting our democracy. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. I want unity under a code of freedom 
and liberty and justice and, and coming together and working together and being strong. And that's what InfoWars is. And that's why the enemies of humanity hate us so much because we love God and God loves humanity. And I am a human supremacist. 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 That term will be the future war with the robots and the AI. What you're hearing now is the entire future and everything they tried to stop us from doing. Our supremacy will not end with this planet. We will people the stars. We will colonize. We will green dead worlds. We will go interdimensional. We will unlock the secrets of the universe. God has laid them out like Christmas presents for his children. And I am extremely honored to be in the fulcrum and the heart of the fight to bring our race, the human race, in a race for the future. And we will break the enemy. We will break the pedophiles. We will break the Satanists because God already sent his own self down here to show us he could do it. God would never ask us to go through an obstacle course he wouldn't go through. And now we're going to go through what Christ did. And we're going to go through it. And we're going to be destroyed but reborn on the other side. Share that video, folks. Alex Jones is censored. Alex Jones' human supremacist rant on Bandot Video. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal. With your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal is on. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now for your calls. The number to dial, 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here on American Journal. We're taking your calls for the next two hours, 1-877-789-2539. There's a lot of videos still to show you, a lot of bizarre and disturbing stories to get into. And it just goes on and on. Some of these I don't even want to talk about, honestly. Do I have to? Do I really have to? Things like this. Transgender daycare worker avoids prison after sexually abusing a baby during diaper change. A trans-identified male in Kentucky has reached a plea deal after being charged with sexually abusing a baby and will avoid prison 
as long as he meets certain conditions. Maria Childers, a former daycare worker, hired a prominent trans activist lawyer to represent him in the sickening case. As previously reported by Redux, Childers was arrested in February 2023 after the Department of Community-Based Services received an anonymous tip detailing an alleged incident of abuse that occurred in November of 2022 at Explore Learning Academy. The tip, reportedly written by one of Childers' co-workers, accused him of making inappropriate comments towards an infant while changing the child's diaper and touching the baby inappropriately. Redux has now obtained court records detailing the full complaint against Childers, which showed he was accused of both physical and sexual abuse while employed at the daycare. Following the receipt of the initial anonymous complaint, DCBS casework and a police officer from the Paducah Police Department went to the daycare on February 8th, 2023 to interview witnesses. After speaking to a number of staff, they were able to corroborate the anonymous report. According to, yeah. According to witness testimony, co-worker had asked Childers for assistance in changing an infant's diaper while Childers was... Yeah, I, you're going to have to go read this story for yourself, actually. <laughs> actually, I'm not going to read this on air. But he very clearly and openly was sexually abusing a baby while changing its diaper. While Childers was reported to the management at the academy, he was only giving it, given a write-up. A write-up. After being taken to the police station for questioning, Childers initially claimed he had not changed the infant's diaper at all. He later admitted to having done so after an officer presented him with evidence in the form of a text he'd sent to the daycare's director confirming the baby's diaper had been changed. He tried to deny that he ever said anything appropriate, but admitted he often said things that were taken out of context. I'm not going to read the thing that he said, but it was not taken out of context in the slightest. He was placed under arrest and charged with one count of first-degree sexual abuse of a victim under 12 and three counts of first-degree criminal abuse of a child under 12. He was booked at the McCracken County Jail. There's been some confusion over the spelling of his last name, but his own signature, you know, confirmed whatever. Uh, After Childers was initially marked as male by both police and the jail, internal documents obtained by Redux revealed the recorded sex was later switched to female. Court records show that just one month after being booked on felony charges, Childers privately retained trans activist lawyer Madison Leach to represent him. Leach, a male who began identifying as a woman seven years ago, was the first openly transgender candidate to seek public office in western Kentucky when he ran as a Democrat for the Callaway County attorney seat. Leach recently threatened to leave Kentucky over Senate Bill 150, which would make it optional for public school teachers to use a student's preferred pronouns. After taking the case, Leach submitted a motion to reduce Childers' bond, complaining he didn't have access to estrogen while in solitary confinement. Uh, after some negotiation with the court, the motion was uh, ultimately approved, and Childers' bond was reduced from $100,000 to $5,000. The bond conditions included no contact with children and to remain away from the daycare where he'd been uh, employed. He was released from custody in January of 2024. On January 29, 2024, Childers struck an apparent deal with the prosecutors in exchange for a guilty plea. His charge of first-degree sexual abuse of a victim under 12 was amended to a Class A misdemeanor sexual assault, uh, sexual misconduct, and the remaining abuse charges were dropped. Judge Joseph Rourke handed Childers a 12-month penalty, but withheld sentencing and imposed conditional discharge for six months. If Childers abides by the conditions set by the court during the six-month period, he will not serve any prison time at all and may not even receive a criminal record. Yeah. So I don't know. 
if I was uh, the parents of this child, I I wouldn't be satisfied with this in the slightest. I find it hard to uh, comprehend what's going on. I feel like I'm in a bad dream or something. So this this leering adult man dresses up like a woman, sexually abuses a baby in full view of everybody. The event is reported, investigated, and brought to a prosecutor who makes a deal with the guy to let him off scot-free. You won't even have a criminal record, meaning that if he applies to work at a different child care place and they do a background check, it's not going to show up. I don't, I don't think I need to comment on this uh, anymore. I just have... I honestly have trouble believing like this is where we are in this country. I honestly have have a bit of an issue just wrapping my mind around what the hell we're talking about here. You've got people, friends of mine, sitting in jail for 20 years because they were convicted of an unspoken conspiracy and essentially convicted of of silently encouraging other people to do a crime at a place where they weren't even present. They're in jail for 20 years. Stuart Rhodes is in jail for nearly two decades for an unspoken conspiracy. Because people he knows walked through the crowd on January 6th with their hands on each other's shoulders. He's in jail for 20 years. This person admitted admitted to sexually abusing a baby and is not going to spend one day in prison. <laughs> okay. I again I don't I don't I don't know. I don't honestly I don't even know if I can um I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go to a video here. Let's go to clip number eight. This is a special report from uh, Band.video, DC bias reveals treasonous J6 witch trials. We'll take your phone calls on the other side. Uh, let's go now to uh, clip number eight.
Washington, D.C. is flexing its New World Order muscle to brand average Americans rightfully fed up with a rigged election system as racist domestic terrorists who deserve to die. Because at the end of the day, Washington, D.C. is its own state, a corporation separate from these United States, a lobbyist hellhole seeped in corruption, teeming with sexually compromised ingrates, licking the boots of globalism and fascism. So when a survey conducted by Triton polling and research revealed that a D.C. jury pool refused to see the truth behind the January 6th political prisoners and instead opted to fuel the anti-American narrative, it was clearly obvious that there is no justice in the District of Criminals and a change of venue is in order. As J6 protesters were branded as domestic terrorists, traitors, criminals, and insurrectionists. In every single court of our land, no one's been charged and convicted with insurrection, yet Democrats and dishonest people in the media every single day accuse President Trump of waging an insurrection. You know how I know it wasn't an insurrection? Because he hasn't been charged with insurrection. You know how else I know it's not an insurrection? Because this is the first insurrection in the history of the world where the people that were a part of it were unarmed. If you're trying to stoke an insurrection, you don't tell the people listening, hey, I want you to go over there peacefully and patriotically. According to the poll, nearly 90% said that Donald Trump was to blame not the broken criminal election system. Nearly 70% said that Donald Trump's supporters are racist, a complete fabrication, while nearly 50% agreed that the J6ers who stood up for the country, according to our founding documents, deserve life imprisonment or death. What the judges have been hiding behind, saying that uh, through the jury selection process, they can root out those who have um, inherent bias against the January 6th defendants has now been completely obliterated. That narrative is gone. Um, you can't root out 86.4% of people that believe that no matter what we did at the Capitol, anyone who participated in events of Jan 6 should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Regardless of what they did at the Capitol, anyone who participated in the events of January 6th, nearly 70% of D.C. jurors believe that we should serve prison time. Prison time. Even as a three-judge panel, D.C. Federal Appeals Court in Washington, D.C., ruled that Donald Trump does not have immunity from prosecution in his election case. As events unfolded, the narrative to get Trump and his supporters is crumbling. We are here today to authoritatively express that President Trump did not commit an insurrection, uh, and we believe Congress has a unique role in making that declaration. It's not the job of the states, and especially not the job of some bureaucrats in Colorado to make this assessment and interfere with the rights of voters to cast their vote for the candidate of their choice. Kamala Harris kept it secret that she was in the DNC building on January 6th. She covered that up for almost a year before it leaked and still she hasn't acknowledged it. Now think about this. Kamala Harris is one of the most politically opportunistic creatures on this planet. Why on earth 
Would Kamala Harris forego the opportunity to milk politically the fact that she was within a hair's width of losing her life? Well, there were four committees, as you as you told us here, that requested preservation of those Secret Service communications, and they specifically said including electronic communications. And then the Secret Service proceeds to migrate the phones to a different carrier and destroy the phones that were in their possession. The word of the Secret Service that this stuff is deleted and it ain't never coming back. Because they just did, they didn't just delete the electronics, they destroyed the phones. It is those that set up this monstrous power grab that flies in the face of the Republic who deserve life imprisonment or worse. John Bound reporting. Liz from John Bound. You can find and share it at Infowars.com and Band.video. DC bias revealed in treasonous J6 witch trials. Just just one of one of the many instances of just pure, pure inversion in this country. And again, uh, I just I just struggle to make sense of of what's going on and it like it didn't used to be this way i know it didn't used to be this way because we have very similar instances from the not too distant past where it it wasn't this way you know i remember greg reese did a did a video and it was just it was like uncanny I had this thing I was going to do on the show, and then I come in and I see that uh, Greg Reese's report is exactly what I was going to say. And it was comparing January 6th to the Kent State event in the 1960s. We've got a bunch of peaceful protesters themselves being shot and killed by police officers. Back then, it wasn't uh, the people that were killed by police weren't told they were a part of an insurrection and arrested and thrown into prison for 20 years. It was recognized even then, even in a, a atmosphere of chaos and, and anti-government activities, way more extreme than the one we're in now. I mean, nobody, nobody talked about, you know, the Kent State students being domestic terrorists it was, it has always been rightfully remembered as a massacre of innocent, peaceful protesters and a horrifying violation of our principles as a free country. Somehow on January 6th, you have a bunch of unarmed people protesting something they perceive as a you know, government mis, misdeed, government malpractice. The police m- murder several of them in cold blood, lie about it. During the event, after the event, you know, there's the recording now of the, of Michael Byrd, the person who killed Ashley Babbitt. And prior to firing, he's on the radio saying, shots fired. 
when there were no shots fired. I mean, they're just, they're lying about that. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Even in the story I was reading earlier where Biden is, was talking to the Europeans and like the way they're presenting it, Let me find the actual quote here. Biden's gaffe Wednesday came in a series of fundraisers in New York. He said he talked to Helmut Cole, who asked him, blah, blah, blah. Speaking at a event in North Vegas, Nevada on Sunday, Biden confused Francois Mitterrand, the former president for Macron, after a summit in his first year in office. Where does it actually say it? Biden said that both events, Helmut Kohl, who died in 2017, had asked him how he would respond if he read about people storming the British Parliament and killing officers to stop the election of a prime minister. So, I, I, again, I just I don't even know. I, I honestly I don't know. I don't know what to do at this point. I really don't. No officers died on January 6th. None of them, not a single one. Five people died. They were all protesters. None of the protesters were armed. There was no plan before, during, or after the event to stop any election from proceeding. There's no insurrection. And looking around at the world right now, whether it's World War Three or the disinformation board that they're creating or just the the horrifying abuse of power on display since January 6th where they're holding staged show trials where they only allow the prosecutor to present evidence and the defendants are excluded from the proceedings and evidence from that is used to convict people using testimony that is later proven to be false, right? One of the main testimonials that was used to convict the Oath Keepers had the guy telling a story that was later, the video of the event was shown, and it was shown to be utterly false. The people that he said he saw doing things were not there when he said he saw them there. He was lying. He perjured himself and through that perjury got convictions of innocent people and nobody cares so like if you could go back in time to january 6 2021 i wonder how many people like i just i wonder how many people feel stupid i wonder how many people feel so stupid for thinking they had the right to protest, for thinking that a, a peaceful American solution to this problem was still possible. And I wonder how many people, if, if they could go back in time, everybody on January 6th that was there, the million people in the crowd, if you could go back in time and go, okay, we're going to do this again. This time we are going to bring guns. This time it is going to be an insurrection. This time we are going to take over the Capitol and hunt down politicians. 
Maybe we could have prevented World War III. Maybe we could have prevented the wholesale downfall of this country if we'd actually done the thing that they claim that we did. Maybe that's maybe that's the ultimate lesson of January 6th is no half measures is we need to abandon this illusion of the government being for the people and by the people of the judicial system being fair of elections being a viable possibility to change power. I just don't know anymore. Because it just goes, it just goes on and on, and and the border is wide open. There's ten million people have crossed since that day. Ten million people have crossed the border, at least. Like that's the ones that we know of and interacted with. We spent hundreds of billions of dollars, not just on that, but on the war in Ukraine, the war in Israel. The war by Israel against Gaza. And now you've got people who admit to raping babies not facing any jail time. You've got other stories. We've all seen the headlines where it's like he was declared incompetent. He was charged with murder. He was declared incompetent to stand trial. So they let him out and he murdered again. I mean, what is this? Just what? What is going on and, and how long can this continue? How long are we just going to be picked apart? It's like we're already dead and our corpse is being Cellular eaten. damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. 
Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Back, folks, we're going to go out to your phone calls here. This is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Bands.video, InfoWarsStore.com is the only way you can support us and make it easy for you to do so. Nitric Boost, the incredible power, vasodilation. Nitric Oxide is a potent vasodilator, meaning it can help relax and widen blood vessels. This can lead to increased blood flow and improved circulation, which is crucial for various bodily functions. Cardiovascular health is also promoted by vasodilation. It can help regulate blood pressure and may aid in the reduction of inflammation in the blood vessels. It also has immune system support as nitric oxide has antimicrobial properties and is involved in the immune response. It may help the body defend itself against bacteria, viruses, and other pathogens. It can also help with exercise performance as increased blood flow resulting from nitric oxide production can enhance exercise performance by delivering more oxygen and nutrients to the muscles. This has led to the popularity of nitric oxide supplements among athletes. Plus more benefits, you got to do the research yourself. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Nitric Boost right now for 40% off. Also getting 40% off uh, Winter Sun D3, uh, Winter Sun Plus, the D3 supplement, as well as Turbo Force, incredibly, uh, the incredible energy drink mix. 
that is delicious and extremely powerful. TurboForce Plus, now also 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Barbara in Pennsylvania has called in about uh, trans trans books for kids. Go ahead, uh, Barbara. You're on the air. Hi. My name is Barbara, and I'm a researcher. And uh, I look at things that kind of stick out in patterns. And in the middle of this PSYOP, I've tried to look for the things that stick out the most. And on Document Cloud the other day, I noticed under FOIA uh, re- requests, they were uh, writing all the different school boards in the nation, and they were asking them um, if anyone had written into them or made any complaints about the transgender books or the sexual books going on within, within the school system or any other complaints like that. Um, and I, I noticed it kind of stuck out because I was looking at Pennsylvania. I'm like, wow, in Pennsylvania, not one person in Pennsylvania had the nerve to speak out because you don't keep them in the schools in Pennsylvania. It's a commonwealth, so they keep them in the library. So unless you're looking for it and you go look it up in the library, you don't know, and you just assume it's not in the schools. Um, and uh, that's, that, that's not the case. <laughs> so um, I, I've noticed that uh, we, we have a, 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 there's a, a Mr. Free um, I can't remember the other lady's name, but uh, I'm, I'm in the process of writing them to ask them what they're doing their data, who they're doing their data collection for, um, and where that's going. Um, I'm noticing a lot of different data out there that's very, very interesting. I could talk to you about a lot of it, and I would love to if you give me your email address. There's a, a plethora out there. Well, so so what does that mean to you? That means that people just aren't aware of it, so they're not complaining about it, or that the right. complaints I, I aren't being people, tracked? I or people, I think people are not even worried about it in Commonwealth because they just assume if they don't see it in their schools or hear about it, it's not happening there um, when it's happening at the library level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because of how they organize, uh, they, or they organize their systems differently. So that most people would think, okay, well, I'm going to write to school. And the school's like, well, we don't have anything like that here. And then the parents are like, okay, fine. So you don't have that here. And <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Interesting. So, you know, if people are easily deterred. And, um, you know, and then, of course, then, then you hear on the news about other people and FBI agents being called if you're concerned. And, and then it scares people. So it's right. a scare tactic on top of it all. And that was funny because I was sitting in a restaurant yesterday and I heard a, a little ticker t- t- tape was going by and it said how they felt like, you know, three quarters of Americans weren't in touch with reality. And I started laughing. I'm thinking to myself, you idiots did this. <laughs> I saw it coming off the, ra- off the rails 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, well, three quarters. We'd be lucky if only three quarters were so divorced from reality. <laughs> I think it's a lot more than that. Oh, thanks for the call, Barbara. Can people find your research anywhere? Are you are you uh, online? I I was online on Instagram and I took it down for uh, get this. Instagram said I posted a nude picture, which I didn't. I posted the I reposted the photo that they said was nude, which was completely blank. Um, when I don't want to show my face, which a lot of times I don't, I just put my finger over the camera lens and I tape so it's black. You can hear me. Sometimes I'll put other videos up. Um, and things like that, and they, they didn't like that. So their mode of retaliation was to um, somehow uh, make sure I didn't have a good credit score or a good social credit score, so they thought they felt the need to slander me. Well, I don't make a lot of money. I'm on disability, and I Uber so that I can get my house remodeled, so I don't have time to play with these folks like that. Um, so I'm really looking for a good connection. I will pop up on the line again. I will. I'm going to go to, I'm gonna go to uh, what is that new um, 
the new bird one, um, X. I'm going to go to X, and I'm going to make up one there. I go under the name Artificial Persuasion. Um, yeah, I've been backing you guys for God knows how long. Well, but, thank you very uh, much. And, and yeah, once you, if you, if you make an X account, uh, just DM me on there. That's the best way to, to get in, in contact. I'm at Harrison H. Smith. Thank you so much for what you're doing, Barbara. Let's go to now Johnny in Denmark. Let's talk about the world being inverted. Thanks for calling in. Johnny, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Harrison. Great job as usual. Um, as I was listening to your show yesterday, I actually, with God as my witness, thought that you were basically leading up to this one quotation. Don't know if you heard it, heard it. It's from Dr. Michael Elner was an internationally prominent um, hypnosis teacher and hypnotherapist for decades now. And I think you will find this emotionally cathartic um, because I could tell you were, you were at least irritated, if not pained, by some of the things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Just, just look at us. Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Psychiatrists destroy minds. Scientists destroy truth. Major media destroys information. Religion destroys spirituality, and governments destroy freedom. And uh, that's it. Uh, two other quick quotations. Uh, since actually, I was just uh, playing on that one. But uh, when you're mentioning the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King, this one is, I think, very motivating and, and somewhat amusing. Also, um, I don't have to belabor his accomplishments. The Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, it's kind of the bear in his name. Um, and he was once asked, you know, how he was so productive, which obviously he was. And you might have thought that he'd give a long-winded answer to him, given the extent of his accomplishments um, and, and his obvious liking of oration. But he didn't. He gave the simple answer. When you wake up, get up. And when you get up, do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I often find these, these nice terse quotations. And just the last one, um, Wittgenstein uh, considered uh, one of the uh, greatest philosophers um, and whose uh, second uh, only posthumously published and, and last uh, 1953 book, Philosophical Investigations, said in his preface that the aim of this philosophy was um, to show the fly the way out of the fly bottle. And that's all I have for you for now. Thank you very much. Yeah, those are, those are great uh Great quotations, and of course, yesterday, it's the same as today. Everything is inverted. Everything is backwards and upside down. And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm certainly not the first to recognize that. And it's been going on for a while. So, yeah, thank you for that. Just look at us. Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Psychiatrists destroy minds. Scientists destroy truth. Mainstream media or major media destroys information, religions destroy spirituality, and governments destroy freedom. And of course, now it's it's so much more egregious. Like I wonder, Johnny, are you still on the line? Do you know when he made that quote? I am. Um, actually, <laughs> we're we're on the same frequency here because I was actually searching, uh, and I had searched before, and I could never find um, a uh, time attribution for that quote. I had well, the same thought. No. Yeah. Uh, a, but, I mean, it, um, it, it's uh, it's just that you know, it sounds like something that you know we've been hearing for twenty years. I'm sure you can find people in the '80s and '90s saying stuff similar to that. But like at this point, it's like the border patrol is picking up illegal immigrants and bringing them into the country. The vaccine kills fourteen times more people than it saves from the virus. You're more likely to get the virus. Like- with every right, with every 
vaccine that you get. So it's like, while it may have been sort of something vague, people had a sense of like, well, you know, doctors are destroying health. It's blatant now. It's undeniable. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Winter isn't coming, winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. 
Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sum Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls here in just a second once again. I just, you know, and here's another one of these stories. Just gives you an idea of where we are in this country, where we're going, where we're headed. Squatters have taken over 1,200 homes in Atlanta, Georgia. Transformed one into an illegal strip club. Squatters have taken over 100, 1,200 homes in Atlanta, Georgia, and are terrorizing neighbors with loud parties. One home was even turned into an illegal strip club. This is the symptom of the lawlessness that's gripped this country in recent years. And to make matters worse, laws often favor the squatters, making it extremely difficult for homeowners to get rid of them. If this is allowed to continue, the problem will only get worse as it spreads. In the latest episode of Democrat Urban Utopia, squatters are reportedly taking over hundreds of Atlanta homes, terrorizing neighborhoods, and even opening an illegal strip club. Police response to evict the squatters is so delayed that some desperate ho- homeowners have actually bribed the intruders to leave, according to the New York Post. Whole neighborhoods have been ruined by horde of, sw- of squatters. Local home cleaning company manager Matt Urbanski emphasized the severity of the crisis, saying, I'd be terrified in Atlanta to lease out one of my properties. He should know as he cleans homes for corporate landlords, according to the Post. Not only does, does Urbanski have to clear, clear, clear out squatters' belongings, but one of his employees was also shot following a recent attempt to get squatters off private property. Crime is a severe problem in Democrat-run Atlanta, which had record-breaking homicides in 2021. The violent crime reportedly decreased in 2023. Car thefts shot up, however. PJ Media's Chris Queen, who's lived in Metro Atlanta's whole life, noted that Democrats' soft-on-crime policy likely contributed to the squatter crisis. Certain parts of Metro Atlanta, the areas under total Democrat control, are looking the other way when it comes to crime, so it's no surprise that criminals are getting bolder and more creative. I, I mean, it's... It's completely insane. Uh, New York Post also has this story. Simon Frost, CEO of large-scale landlord Tiber Capital Group, said there have been incidents of unlawful occupants brandishing weapons and threatening neighbors, which affects the safety of neighborhoods and other residents, according to Bloomberg. Evicting squatters in Atlanta is tough, involving negotiating court backlogs and strained police resources. Meanwhile, online listings and virtual real estate agents make it easy for squatters to identify vacant properties to break into. And they have the pictures of the squatters here. In, uh, in October, an Atlanta neighborhood found itself at the center of a scandal involving squatters who transformed a home into an illegal strip club, complete with weekend parties and even live horses on the property. 
The drama unfolded in the South Fulton area, where four individuals, DeAnthony Maddox, Jeremy Wheat, Kelvin Hall, and Tarish J. Ford, uh, took up residence without permission. Little did the neighbors know that the 4,000-foot, five-bedroom home with three bathrooms would become a din of illicit activity. The squatters ran the clandestine strip club, held noisy parties, and even organized car races in the street, ruining the neighborhood for others, according to local officials. They would get live horses. One day they had live horses, one neighborhood told an Atlanta station. Eventually, a SWAT team had to clear out the house and recovered two stolen cars, a stolen weapon, and stolen credit cards from the property. One neighbor told the Post they're afraid to even go on vacation because if squatters find out their home was vacant, they just move right in. Quote, is this even America anymore? We are homeowners and we can't even do anything about trespassers, the neighbor said in frustration. <laughs> I mean, my God. In another incident, U.S. Lieutenant Colonel Dahlia Dore discovered a convicted criminal squatting in her home. Dore returned to her property to find a squatter living in her sprawling $500,000 residence while she was away on active duty. She previously told WSB-TV she came home to find a man by the name of Vincent Simon living in her home. Simon, who'd been convicted on gun theft, guns, drugs, and theft charges, refused to leave the house when she reported the unwanted man to, uh, in her home to cops. They initially told her their hands were tied because it was a civil matter. Sending him eviction papers also didn't help. This is what I mean. Like, yeah, but what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? We should live in a country where people can't take your house over. Duh. Like, what? What the f- What the hell are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? We're creating a world where you are, you really, you're, you're so stupid if you play by the rules. You're so dumb. Like, if you do what you're supposed to do, if you behave well, if you actually pay your taxes and pay for the things that you own and apply for loans and get a job like you're just a sucker you're just just move in you can just move in and uh bring your illegal weapons bring your drugs rent out the property make money on it and the police won't even do anything they won't even do anything if the homeowners call the police the police will say it's a civil matter and if the homeowner tries to evict you you can fight them and if the homeowner like hurts you then they'll be the one to go to jail they'll probably be forced to give you up the home to you this happens in the UK as well. There's a story of a squatter taking over a home in the UK and being allowed to sell the home. He listed the home on the market. The squatter listed the home on the market, made half a million dollars with somebody else's property. It's like this is this is the thing. Like what? What is? How is the crew? What? How did you find that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is for band out video watchers only. Type of B roll you got in the system back there. This doesn't. What? Why? What do you want to see? I don't. I don't know. I didn't know I wanted to see this until you started playing it. Oh, okay. All right. We know what you like. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to laugh. It's just because what? What? This is like okay. And you know what? What it really is is this is the this is the downstream effects. Like the, this isn't the primary effect of having Democrats and or black people run your city. 
This is like the down the line where it's like, okay, first the crime increases exponentially, and then the the cops are trying to deal with that, and they're trying to get a handle on that, so the court system gets all blocked up. So then they have to start, you know, settling with the with the criminals because we don't have time to go to to a whole court jury trial. So we just got to get a settlement. So just plea them down to where they're you know time served and they just get off scot free, but you get to check it off as a conviction. Just clear clear up the backlog, but the backlog continues to grow as the crime continues to spiral out of control, as the criminals are continually let out on the street because of racial justice, social justice programs that get implemented. Didn't just complete abject violation of every law humanity's ever held about anything. Any reasonable consideration would would bulk it at the implementation of any of this. But then eventually, like down the line, like as this continues on for a year, two years, the backlog continues to grow. The crime continues to run rampant. And eventually you get to a point where you've got entire neighborhoods of over a thousand houses just being squatted in. And the police are so overwhelmed and demonized and busy trying to deal with the just rampant murders that are filling the streets with blood they're just like, oh, somebody's living in your house. He owns it now. That's his. Why did you call us? Sorry you were on active duty. You're sorry you're a, a patriot who actually went and joined the army and you had to leave your house vacant for a couple months while you served a tour of duty. But uh you're an idiot for doing the right thing. You're the stupid one. And now your half million dollar house belongs to somebody else. And this is a civil matter and you have to try to evict them. Don't you dare try to hurt. Don't you hurt them. Right. Again, this is anarcho tyranny. If it was anarchism, if it was just pure, no government, do whatever you want. Well, if I come home and there's a squatter in my house, I would kill him and bury him in the backyard and carry on with my life. But right now we're in an arco tyranny to where if you want a squatter kicked out of your house, the police won't help you. But if you try to do something and the person that's squatting in your house has an illegal gun that he pulls on you and you pull it on him, you'll be the one arrested. You'll have to prove that what you did wasn't murder. It was defending yourself or it was the castle doctrine, which how does that play into it? I mean, if you have the castle doctrine where you're allowed to def- defend yourself against people who are in your house or on your property without your permission – well, what happens if they're a squatter? Is it their house now? Are they the ones with the castle doctrine right to kill you because you were stupid enough to go on vacation? If you were stupid enough to go do a tour of duty as a citizen, as a member of the armed services? This is the world. This is the world that we live in. I, I don't know how, to, I don't know what to do anymore. I can't explain to you why it's bad. That 1,200 squatters have taken over 1,200 houses in Atlanta. I, I, I hope you don't need it explained to you at all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy and it's quite the adventure. So get your 17 
1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. If I don't have time to tell you about it, just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers the signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Molly Hemingway recently went before Congress to give testimony about the absurdity of our entire election system. We'll go to that full video here. We'll go to your phone calls for the rest of this hour. But first, here's Molly Hemingway testifying before Congress. Clip number nine. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to testify today. The American system of self-governance is under attack. Instead of an election day where everyone votes at the same time and with the same full set of information, votes are counted quickly and everyone promptly knows and trusts the outcome, we now have lengthy election seasons that can last months prior to and even after election day. The situation is so absurd that we have presidential and gubernatorial debates weeks after some people have already voted. Instead of having total security and a verifiable chain of custody for ballots being issued, cast, and counted, we flood addresses across the country with tens of millions of unsupervised mail-in ballots months ahead of elections, frequently to locations from which voters, if they're even alive, have long since moved. Instead of having election administration that is rigorously nonpartisan and impartial under the law, we have allowed the private takeover of government election offices by partisan oligarchs and their armies of activists who use those offices and their authorities to tilt the election toward favored candidates. Instead of voters being able to vote for the candidate of their choice, powerful interests backed by wealthy oligarchs are working to remove the most popular candidate and the ruling party's chief opponent from the ballot in a move reminiscent of Soviet Russia. And if that weren't enough, instead of the top candidates chosen by the people being able to fully engage in a vigorous campaign heading into an election, 
We have one side actively attempting to throw its opponent in prison and bankrupt his family, again, reminiscent of Soviet Russia. Instead of a system of rule of law that gives Americans the same rights and due process, the Department of Justice and other partisan actors are prosecuting their opposition, whether powerful or lowly, and doing so in places where partisan juries will ensure a quick conviction. Instead of a free and independent press that shares news and information to help inform voters, we have a press that is almost exclusively the arm of one political party and is so corrupt that it is willing to perpetrate hoax after hoax against opposition party members. Instead of a vibrant public square where Americans can debate issues and express their strongly held views, we have an elaborate censorship industrial complex where the government works hand in hand with tech oligarchs to suppress and blacklist debate on all the important issues that contribute to election outcomes. This is something I know firsthand because our government worked with tech companies to censor me for my election reporting. Allowing just one of these attacks to infect our electoral system would be a crisis. Allowing all of them at the same time is an existential threat to our system of self-government. In my best-selling book on how election administration has been co-opted by groups seeking political power, I reported on a new phenomenon in the 2020 election that has already severely eroded trust and needs to be addressed decisively. In the last presidential election, nonprofit groups with very strong ties to the Democrat Party and funded by one of the world's wealthiest and most powerful men, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, took over government election offices, most notably in the Democrat areas of swing states. Since then, the efforts by partisans to further infiltrate government election offices to ensure favorable outcomes have only increased. I look forward to answering questions about how the private oligarch takeover of elections is a threat to our system of self-government. Thank you very much. Yeah, pretty pretty powerful stuff. Uh, and of course, that's just a, a little four-minute uh, breakdown, barely scratching the surface of what's actually happening here, which is our government has been taken over i mean we're we're not we're not america anymore we're not a republic the rule of law is dead the unbiased application of the law no matter who is in violation is over uh, we're just waking up to the reality it's already here it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman old or young Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
just saw Molly Hemingway break down just some of the variety of ways that our electoral system is being subverted, has been subverted, right out in the open in front of all of us. Again, just barely scratching the surface. I mean, right now, the U.S. Supreme Court is is holding hearings for some reason. I, I honestly can't tell you why. Determine whether or not Colorado has the right to kick Trump off the ballot. They don't. I, so I don't know why this. How does this proceed up to the Supreme Court? Trump was tried in an impeachment, which is a trial on claims that he supported an insurrection. He was acquitted of that. So it's like it's not a question. That's like uh, you get accused of being a sexual predator. You go to trial. You're declared not guilty. You're innocent. And then the government just goes, yeah, but we're putting you on the list anyway. Yeah, but we're just going to go ahead and put you on the the. You know, sexual predator list and publish your name and, you know, bar you from living near schools anyway. Would that, would that be a question of is that allowed? No, it's not allowed. So what are, what's going on here? What are we doing? None of this is allowed. They, but they're doing it. So what does that tell you? What about the mail-in ballots? Are those allowed? No. The process is that if you want to change the electoral system, you go through the legislature and they make a bill to change the way it's done. And then they debate the bill and then they pass it. That didn't happen. So secretaries of state just said, ah, oh, we're just going to have mail-in ballots now. And we're going to have no debate over it. We're going to have no security measures in place to make sure that the way it's implemented is good and actually has a fair outcome. That's not legal, but they did it. They just installed the boxes, just counted the votes. Do they have the right signature? Do they? None of that matters. They're just doing it. They're just doing it. We're declaring war. We're we're in wars that haven't been declared. We're carrying out military action overseas right now. Massive bombing campaigns, never authorized by Congress, not even couched under the authorization for the use of military force. They're just doing it. It's just being done. (laughs) Okay, uh, you know, it's just we got to wake up. We got to realize what's happening here. We got to understand how serious this problem is. And we have to understand how, like, what a losing policy it is for our side to resolutely stick to the prescribed method of of legality when the other side completely ignores it our side very concerned about setting precedent even when they even when the other side sets the precedent we don't do it we don't actually you fulfill the threat this can't continue okay this can't go on something has to happen something has to be done and the system's not going to do it so we have a video here. It's another good example of just the uselessness of this system when the people that run the system so egregiously violate the most 
basic principles of the system itself. We actually have a couple examples. The first one we'll go to, this is from the 6th of February, two days ago. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, is being questioned about the fact that the federal government obtained and utilized financial records of people that did things like bought Bibles or went to Bass Pro Shop. They actually searched the financial records for terms like Trump or MAGA to identify suspects for January 6th. It's like, that's illegal. They're not allowed to do that, but they did. And our response is to question the person that did it and let them just lie about it. Something has to be done. Something has to change at a fundamental level for us to continue to participate in this charade. Let's go now to this new video. This is from two days ago. Here's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen being questioned as if as if we don't know this already happened. And that's the really frustrating part is that the Treasury Secretary is being asked if this happened. That's not a question. We know it happened. We have the proof that it happened, just like we have the proof that the government censored people on the Internet. We have proof that they compelled Amazon to censor books. We have proof that they had people in the offices of Twitter and Facebook silencing people talking about the vaccine or talking about the lab origin of COVID, despite the fact that the people doing the censoring knew that what was being said was true. None of this is up for debate. None of this is a question as to whether this happened or not. All of these things happened. The question now needs to be, how severely do we punish the people that have done these things? That's not even entering into the conversation, apparently, which is why it will continue. So here's uh, Janet Yellen being asked whether or not she did the thing that we all know that she did. Let's watch. Has Treasury, including FinCEN or federal banking agencies like the Fed, FDIC, OCC, instructed financial institutions to search Americans' legal transactions in attempts to surveil their purchases? Well, we received a letter from you, I believe, on this topic, and we intend to investigate fully and to respond. Have you instructed banks and financial institutions to provide this information? Well, FinCEN's job is to work with financial institutions to make sure... Are they instructing them... Financial institutions to search Americans' legal transactions in attempts to surveil their purchases. I, I promise a thorough look into everything. Well, this is really heard. concerning. Okay, so she's asked three times, "Did you do this?" Which is stupid because that's the, we know that answer. Yes, they did. That's not a question that needs to be asked. They absolutely did. It's not a question. And, of course, the answer is, oh, we'll investigate ourselves. It's like the FBI is going to investigate themselves and the DHS is going to investigate themselves. 
And in reality, they're just going to keep doing the thing that we know that they're doing. So what what's happening here? I mean, what what could they do that could that would actually get something done in response? Is there anything? I mean, literally, is there anything that the government can do, any line it can cross, that would result in something more than just impotent questioning in Congress or strongly worded letters? It's like uh, that video was posted, reposted by Oil Field Rando on Twitter. He's like, "Oh man, that Constitution's going to break out of the glass and really, you know, kick some butts one of these days." So it's like you've got these laws that are more than laws. It's the it's the Bill of Rights. And these aren't just these aren't just you know. City statutes about spitting on the sidewalk, right? These aren't like little things. These aren't little, oh, you're violating the law. This is violation of the First Amendment. People's ability to speak freely and to purchase things like the Bible without being held and suspected by the government for doing so. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, unreasonable search and seizure. So when you've got the government, our government, openly, blatantly, unquestionably violating not just laws, but foundational principles of our government, violating our human rights as laid out in the Bill of Rights, and nothing is done? Is there anything they can do? Is there anything these people, any rule, any principle these people can violate that will get Americans to do more than just impotently question the people doing it and allowing those people to obfuscate, lie, dodge the question, and promise future investigations that never actually come to fruition? It's just this, like... It's not, it wouldn't be hard, right? It wouldn't be hard to actually do what was what was necessary. Just live in a fantasy world, but it would be nice if in situations like this, the person running this questioning system was just like, all right, if you're not going to answer, uh, you know, man, uh, sergeant at arms, place her under arrest. She's being put in a jail cell until you can come up with some better answers than that. Conversation over. But hey, it's it's anarcho-tyranny, right? They apparently have the ability to do this stuff and nobody's stopping them. But again, I mean, I guess just to remind you, in case you missed the reporting on this at the time, Red Voice Media has a story, but it was put out by the Weaponization Committee, Jim Jordan. Fed MAGA surveillance from J6 to your wallet, Bibles to Bass Pro Shop. 
Federal government's mass surveillance program has sparked alarm amongst conservatives as it's come to light that bank transactions of former President Donald Trump and his supporters, commonly known as MAGA supporters, have been flagged for scrutiny. According to a report published in the Daily Caller on January 6th, the feds initiated an extensive surveillance operation targeting the bank transactions of individuals associated with the January 6th Capitol incident. The program aimed to identify any financial interactions that might have been linked to events on that day. Of course, the thing they were actually looking for is terms like MAGA and Trump. The federal government flagged terms like MAGA and Trump to financial institutions if Americans completed transactions using those terms. What was also flagged? If you bought a religious text like the text like the Bible or if you shopped at Bass Pro Shop. So there's the answer to the question that was being asked. She's asked three times, did the government do this? We, we know they did. So what's next? We know that this is what they did. So what are we going to do about it? Because if you don't do something about it, then they're going to keep doing it. And if they keep doing it, then you won't be able to do anything about it anymore. Like you understand that if they're violating the First Amendment by compelling and coercing companies to silence dissident voices, how do you think you'll ever get the political will behind intervention? It's like a self-fulfilling sort of thing. If they can silence anybody calling for intervention, then intervention will never come. So we do something now or we lose the ability to ever do anything about anything like this. And these people get to do just whatever the hell they want to us, whenever the hell they want. And we will be impotent and it will be impossible to respond or do anything about it. Any corrective measure whatsoever. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You make an example out of these people and the problem is solved. So what are we even doing? Why are you asking the question? Makes no damn sense. It literally just makes no sense whatsoever. And while we're on it, let's go ahead and go to uh, clip number 10 here. Some mind-blowing research about Alejandro Mayorkas. It's not that... It's not that mind-blowing, but let's check it out. Uh, clip number 10. Like, it's not mind-blowing because, I mean, these people, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, again, it's, it's another one of these things. It's another one of these, <laughs> like, where, where they, they pull Alejandro Mayorkas in front of the Congress and are, like, berating him about, like, is the border open? And he's like, nope. It's like, okay, what are we doing? And the border is open. So what are you talking about? Why are you even asking him? All right, let's go to this uh, video and then we'll take your phone calls here on the other side. And I understand that uh, the Supreme Court hearing is being uh, broadcast. We'll listen live to that here to finish out the hour. But first, the video, then your calls. Here's uh, some mind-blowing research about Alejandro Mayorkas long before he was ever given the keys to the kingdom to open up the gates like a traitorous little scumbag in Toledo in 800 opening the door for the invaders because he thinks he'll benefit by cooperating with the new power structure that he's helping to bring in. Let's watch. If you're not already convinced that DHS Secretary Mayorkas is absolutely corrupt, I'm going to take you back to 2013 the year that he was appointed to his position by President Obama. 
This same year, an investigation was launched by the DHS Inspector General's Office into Mayorkas's oversight of something called the EB-5 Investor Visa Program. This program offered green cards to foreign investors who invested 500000 into businesses in the United States in order to essentially create jobs. Interestingly, the popularity of this visa program increased greatly during Mayorkas' tenure. Two years later, in 2015, the Inspector General report came out, but don't go looking for it now because the Office of the Inspector General's website, DHS, no longer has that page. Thankfully, we have the Wayback Machine, so this 100-page report on the suspicious activities of Mayorkas is still available if you take a little bit. These suspicious activities focused around Mayorkas' actions and special access that he provided to politically connected business owners. Who were these politically connected business owners? Well, as one U.S. representative said, the list of individuals involved in the allegations raised in the ID's report reads like an A-list of political powerhouses. These include, but are not limited to, Ed Rennell, the former Democrat governor of Pennsylvania, former chair of the Democrat National Committee, and longtime Clinton advocate. Terry McAuliffe, current Democrat governor of Virginia, former chair of the Democrat National Committee, co-chairman of President Bill Clinton's 1996 re-election campaign, and chairman of Hillary Clinton's 2008 presidential campaign. Also, Anthony Rodham himself, the younger brother of Hillary Clinton, as well as Harry Reid, who was the Senate minority leader. The report basically lays out how Mayorkas inserted himself into the visa evaluation process. He went outside of normal procedures in order to give special access to his politically connected allies, including, again, Hillary's brother. It is just one big club, and you ain't in it. And now he's in charge of um, running the DHS, a position in which he's used to utterly destroy the entire United States. <laughs> just, you just let him get away with it. He's just doing it. Let's go out to your calls now. We'll go to uh, Tony in Texas. Tony in Texas on line 10 wants to talk about why Texas is, in fact, a sanctuary state. Uh, go ahead, Tony. You're on the air. Well, well, before I talk about that, has anybody figured out yet that the Republican Party is just a lower branch of the Democrat Party? All the Republican Party is is the Democrats' distraction branch. They keep you distracted, right? Just like when they have all these special hearings and they ask the tough questions and nothing ever becomes of it. Or they go and throw a uh, hundred feet around orange balls in the river game or the two mile of bob wire game or the putting illegals on buses and shipping them all over the country game. Well, see, what I'm fixing to do is expose the Republicans for what they really are. And this is something we should be talking about, and we should be real serious about it. And it's uh, why Texas is a sanctuary state. Well, here's the problem with Texas. You know, and, and the politicians, the Republican politicians, they don't want you talking about this. It's why the illegals flood into Texas and these red states, because Texas is a sanctuary state for illegal alien invaders from hell, and it always has been. And I can prove my point very easily. And you just go to any city in the state of Texas and you look who's homeless. Well, the homeless people are white, 
in black Americans. There are no homeless illegal alien invaders in the state of Texas, and there's over 10 million of them, but not one of them's homeless. And and another thing, I, here, here's how I prove my point, too. Okay, when illegals come into the state, Texas gives them birth certificates, hospitalization. They can go to our schools. They can use our welfare system. They can get car insurance. They can buy cars. They can uh, they they get in state tuition. Uh, they they can buy homes. They can buy businesses. They can get driver's license, and the list goes on forever. I don't want to bore it bore everybody with the list. And another thing, these politicians never talk about cutting off all these uh, benefits they're giving to illegals in the sanctuary state of Texas. Texas is just a massive staging area for drugs, Mm -hmm. illegal invaders, child trafficking, uh, money laundering, Guns, you name it. That's what Texas is being used for, and the Republicans know that, but they never do anything about it. They don't want you to talk about what I'm talking about because it exposes them for the rats they are. I, I disagree with nothing you've said so far, Tony. I I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Any, anything else before we uh, take another call? Yeah, we we need to keep what I'm talking about going. We need to ask these uh, politicians up there from Greg Abbott all the way down here in the state of Texas, which I call them a bunch of globalist bush boys. Mm -hmm. That's what they are. They work for the globalists and not the people of Texas. All they do is steal our money here in the state of Texas and give it to illegals and all this green energy. Texas is a big blue state with a green candy coating. Look at the green energy uh, boondock that's going on in Texas. It's a, it's massive. Why are we allowing those globalists up there in Austin to do this to us? We should be talking about why they're allowing Texas to be a sanctuary state for illegals and why they're not cutting off all the benefits. They never want to talk about that. I, comple- I, comple- about- I completely agree, Tony. Could not agree with you more. Thank you so much for the call. I do want to go to Mike in Ohio. We have uh, less than a minute left here, Mike, but you have a comment about the squatting story that we read about Atlanta. Uh, go ahead, Mike, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, I have first-hand experience with the squatter situation. Uh, selling a house, go day before closing, check on the house, squatters living in the house. Mm, what'd you do? Um, well, obviously, you call the police. Um, they didn't really, they couldn't do a whole lot. Certain police would say they could do something, something that they couldn't do anything. Um, sorry, I'm nervous. No, that's all right. I'll tell you what, you know, stay, stay on the line, Mike, because uh, I, I I like first-time callers. We're going to come back to you on the other side of this commercial break because I want to hear how you dealt with the squatting situation there in Ohio. We'll be right back. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 
Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week. It's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life. All at the same time, keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, we're going to go live to the Supreme Court hearing about Donald Trump here in just a second, but Mike in Ohio called in about the story we were covering not too long ago about 1,200 homes in Atlanta being occupied by squatters and the owners of those homes try to get the law enforcement there to deal with people 
broken into their homes and are living there, uh, the they say they can't do anything about it. People are just allowed to live in these homes that they don't own and are destroying. Absolutely incredible. So, Mike, uh, this was in Ohio, I guess, where you were selling a house, and, and the day before it closed, you went just to do a, a final inspection and found strangers living there. I mean, what was that experience like? That must have been confusing. Uh, to say the least, yeah. uh, very surreal. Um, this happened about five years ago. I had my son. He was about two years old at the time with me. Um, I'm a legal CCW carrier. And, you know, first thing that kind of comes to your head is, hey, I'm going to take care of the situation. Um, but having your kid with you, you kind of take that step back. And uh, we went through the whole legal route, you know, the police and everything. Um, long story short, they say we would have to evict the people. Um, I wasn't willing to really take that as an answer. So we stayed out front on the sidewalk, you know, from sun up to sun down. Um, we contacted news, news agencies, all that type of thing. There's a news story on it. Um, but in the end, uh, we applied so much pressure that the people ended up leaving willingly. Um, the police actually, I guess, didn't run the people's names till, you know, the, Third time they're out there, one of the guys had an open warrant, so they took one of the guys away. Um, we would also do the landlord thing where you have to give 24 hours notice to walk through the house. Well, we would be there at 6, 6.30 every morning to walk through the house um, because, you know, time in that situation, they can destroy the house. Uh, we had spent, you know, seven years or so fixing this house up, trying to build something for me and my family. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a surprise to say the least. Man, so so they eventually just like willingly left because you just you kept bothering them, but the the police never actually intervened and and kicked them out. Correct. Um, they had some story where they claimed it was listed online on Craigslist and they paid somebody money and all this. And to be totally honest, we felt bad for them. We actually offered to rent them a U-Haul truck and do all this. We, I mean, we, in the end, we went, we offered them about a thousand dollars to help them get into another place and they, they refused that. Um, so we tried to go through every avenue we could before, you know, applying the pressure that we did. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really wild situation. Um, and also, uh, just a plug on the vitamin D gummies. My kids love those. It kind of gets them in the routine of supplements as well. Um, you know, daily come to me, Hey dad, is it time for our gummy? Can I have one? So uh, we really enjoy the gummies as long as, as well as a lot of your other products. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, the gummies are actually they they do taste good. You have to be careful not to not just eat them like candy. Well, thank you for that call, Mike, and uh, I'm I'm glad it eventually worked out. And then that's one of the things that we saw in that article too. People had to resort to bribing the squatters to get out. I don't know. I'd be more tempted to go the uh, Sopranos route. There's a scene in Sopranos where they're having to get squatters out of a building and they just uh pay a bunch of neighborhood kids to go terrorize the squatters until they leave to bust in the door in the middle of the night and throw firecrackers at them i'm not saying to do that i mean that would not that wouldn't exactly be legal but that's what i would be tempted to do personally thanks for that call mike uh 
All right, let's go ahead and bring up the Supreme Court hearing here. Again, the stories at The Guardian. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court hearing focuses on Trump's eligibility for the 2024 election. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments on Thursday morning in the high-stakes case that will probably determine whether Donald Trump is eligible to run for president this year. The case, Donald J. Trump versus Norma Anderson et al., came about uh, after six Colorado voters followed a lawsuit last year alleging Trump was ineligible to run for office because they decided unanimously without evidence or a trial that he was guilty of a crime he'd already been uh, shown to be not guilty of. And uh, I guess we have to go to the Supreme Court to determine whether this blatantly unconstitutional, blatantly anti-democratic blatantly abusive procedure is should be allowed to continue i can't even believe we're talking about this but apparently they are so let's go ahead and pull up that uh, live stream and we'll watch along and comment as necessary here it is a new, a new statute in addition to 2383 this is brett kavanaugh to talking clear under 2383 you agree that someone could be prosecuted for insurrection by federal prosecutors and if convicted could be or shall be disqualified then from office. Yes, but the only caveat that I would add is that our client is Trump's attorney talking presidential immunity. So we would not concede that he can be prosecuted for what he did on January 6th under 23. Understood. Asking a, a question about the theory of 2383. Thank you. Thank you. Justice Barrett. So Griffin's case was a collateral proceeding. So it's Jamie Comey Barrett. Yes. Could Griffin have, so even if Section 3 is not a basis for collateral relief in habeas, which was new at the time, could Griffin have raised at his trial or in direct appeal the argument that Sheffy, Judge Sheffy, you know, you can't legitimately sit or constitutionally sit on my case because you're an insurrectionist and you're disqualified? Could he have won then? No. Why? Not if, not if Griffin's case is correct. So a court would have to reject the rationale of Griffin's case to accept what Your Honor is suggesting. Well, why? Like I said, Griffin's case, I mean, I think there's some language that might be a little bit broad, Mm -hmm. but at bottom, Griffin's case is about a collateral habeas proceeding, and Griffin had brought his case after the fact. He needed a cause of action. Why wouldn't it work in a trial for him to challenge Sheffy's constitutional ability to adjudicate his case. But what Griffin's case holds is that only Congress can provide the means of enforcing Section 3. And under Your Honor's hypothetical, Congress has not enacted any such statute that would give Mr. Griffin the right to raise those types of arguments at his trial. So he would have to await legislation from Congress. Okay, let's assume that I disagree with you about the officer argument. So Section 3 covers President Trump. Um, let's say that Congress enacts a quo warranto um, provision that would allow a, a state, or I guess it doesn't really matter for this purpose, even even a federal prosecutor, to bring such an action against him to remove him from office mm-hmm. in the quo warranto way. Wouldn't that be in some tension with impeachment? He would be extracted from office outside of the process of impeachment. Couldn't then... President Trump simply say, well, the only way to get me out of office is the impeachment process and not this quo warranto action? So I don't know how that would play out because the quo warranto actions that were brought that I'm aware of under the 1870 Enforcement Act were brought against state officials. And Your Honor's impeachment hypothetical would apply not only to the president, but any 
federal I know. officer of the United States. I know. So I don't know how that played out in the courts and whether anyone ever tried to argue that impeachment was the exclusive remedy for Well, I don't think anybody did argue it. I guess what I'm asking is, you know, you said it's Congress's exclusive province. And yes. you also said that it has to apply, you know, after one is holding office, is elected. And I'm asking whether then the implication of your argument is that Congress could not enact such a provision that applied against federal office holders that were covered by Section 3 as opposed to state ones. I believe they could. And the impeachment clause says that the president, the vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office upon impeachment and conviction. But it doesn't say that's the only way you can remove them. I mean, Congress can defund a position, and effectively, it's not quite the same as formal removal. But uh, the other relevant precedent is Stewart against Laird, when the Jeffersonians repealed the Midnight Judges Act and abolished all of these positions for federal judges. And some people thought that was unconstitutional because they thought the only way you could eliminate federal judges was through impeachment. But Chief Justice Marshall upheld that statute. So that, to me, is a relevant precedent showing that impeachment is not the only way to get rid of a federal official. Okay, let me just ask one question, and this is just a point of clarification. Um, does President Trump have any kind of due process right here? I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, this kind of goes... Ooh, that is the, the key process. question. We'll answer that on the other side. This is the Supreme Court deciding the fate of our nation. Will they make the right decision, or are we lost forever? That's what's being answered. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. 
We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome back. We're going to return to that not quite live, but live-ish uh, broadcast of the Supreme Court. We backed it up just a little bit to show you some of the highlights. But it's been an interesting exchange so far being documented on X and elsewhere. Jack Posobiec detailed this exchange. Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas to Libtard Lawyer, do you have any historical examples to back any of this up? Libtard, stammering, shaky, shaky, sputtering out, Clarence. So no examples like this, even from the Civil War? Uh, well, uh, 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 Clarence, what are the examples? And there are none, because this is not a, a real legal process. Which begs the question, are they going to get away from the attempt? Are they going to get away with the attempt to do this? Because this is a abuse of our entire system, and this is allowed to... Just go away, then they'll just try it again. Next time they'll reformulate a little bit. They'll take whatever arguments that failed and, you know, make some certain changes. And then they'll just do it again because that's this is their goal. And they're open about this goal. In fact, we have this from Yahoo Finance. George Soros's son, Alex, says Donald Trump, quote, either winds up in prison or he winds up in power, among other predictions going into the 2024 election. In case you were confused about what the purpose of this is. This is an attempt to subvert and undermine and destroy the entire electoral system. They understand that if they don't intervene and in some way find something to punish Donald Trump for, then he'll be elected. And so they don't want to contend with the reality. They don't want to actually just do the thing that the mass of Americans want to be done and are expressed through the electoral process. They want to subvert, destroy, really, in this Inverted world, it's pretty appropriate. 
We're experiencing an insurrection right now. This is the insurrection. This is the wholesale destruction of our former system with an imposition of a new one where our old system was unbiased. The new one is arbitrary and capricious where the old system tried to be fair and tried to have justice be blind. The new system will distribute justice on a case-by-case basis, whether you're on their side or not. This is what's happening, and I'm I'm not exaggerating here. I'm not pulling things, you know, too far. The Hawaii Supreme Court released a ruling that makes this abundantly clear. So this is a long thread posted by Costas Moros, at Moros Costas on Twitter, on X, saying the Supreme Court released a ruling that sounds like every town wrote it for. Then they say Heller was wrongly decided and talk about the historical tradition of the former kingdom of Hawaii as if that's relevant. And he has a, a series of, of quotes from this, but there's one in particular that I think is worth highlighting, where the Supreme Court says it doesn't even want to be part of the United States and is apparently just deciding arbitrarily to reject the Constitution itself. It says, it says this, as the world turns, I'm sorry, I'm having a little technical difficulties here. See if we can't get this back up. Here we go. It says this, this is from an official Supreme Court ruling of the Hawaii Supreme Court. As the world turns, it makes no sense for contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding of the Constitution. And to justify this, they then quote the HBO show The Wire, where they say the thing about the old days, they the old days. Okay, so that's the Hawaiian Supreme Court saying we have no reason to adhere to the Constitution. That's what they just said. So who committed an insurrection? Donald Trump, who said, go peacefully protest. And then once the protest got out of hand, actually sent messages trying to stop the violence from happening, trying to get his supporters to back off from what they were doing. Or is it this type of thing where you've got the Supreme Court of a state simply announcing that they are no longer loyal to and have no reason to adhere to the Constitution of the United States or the framing of the Constitution, or the Founding Fathers, or the laws that were put down because they're old. So we're experiencing an insurrection. This is an insurrection we're experiencing right now, in real time. Human Events, the editorial board, came out with a a very good article on this. The Supreme Court must end Democrats' anti-democratic lawfare, saying, in making the case, the left's legal uh, legal wing is reaching very far back in American history to the Civil War, after which Congress thought it prudent to stop anybody who'd fought for the Confederacy from holding office via the Constitution itself. This was the correct course of action at the time, largely because the attempt by the southern states to secede from the Union was unquestionably an insurrection. It was a literal armed rebellion, which led to the deaths of about 1.5 million Americans. In other words, the bar for what could be considered an insurrection, given the one precedent in which this constitutional provision unquestionably applies, is very, very high. To apply it in any other way is to invite the criminalization of democracy itself. They continue, President Trump did not attempt to start his own country. He didn't send voters into battle with the U.S. military. He did not declare war on the federal government. He left office grudgingly, but he did leave it. And he is attempting to regain it, not through armed rebellion, but through the same electoral process by which he won it in the first place. So... What are we even doing here? 
what is this? And as we which is leaving off, Amy Comey Barrett asked the very pertinent question, does Donald Trump have due process in this regard? Which is like a very weird question to ask. Because there should always be due process. That's what the word do in that <laughs> phrase means. It means it's necessary. It means it is required. It means you're not allowed to simply declare somebody guilty of something and then punish them for it. That's illegal. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? So let's go back to the, uh, discussion being had on the fate of the entire nation. Do we still have a right to elect people to office or are we just fully moving over to the unelected deep state control of bureaucrats? Let's go back to the Supreme Court broadcast. Um, does President Trump have any kind of due process right here? I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, this kind of goes not to the cause of action point or the preemption point, but more to the question of what procedures he might have been entitled to. You don't make the argument that he was entitled to any, nor did I see the argument that he had any kind of constitutionally protected right to ballot access so that he was, you know, and constitutionally entitled to an opportunity to be heard. Is that right? We had we no made, due process right? We made that argument below. We did not make that in our briefs to this court for several reasons. I mean, Your Honor's, I think, suggesting, and this is correct, that the proceedings below, to put it charitably, were highly irregular. Well, I wasn't it, suggesting that. I was just I'm sorry. asking. The question yeah. seems to suggest that there might be due process issues. But we didn't develop that argument in this court for several reasons. Winning on due process doesn't really do as much for our client as the other arguments that we've made, because that would be a ruling specific to this particular proceeding in the state of Colorado and would leave the door open for Colorado to continue on remand to exclude him from the ballot. Okay. Thank you. Justice Jackson. To um, whether the presidency is one of the barred offices, I, I guess I'm a little surprised at your response to Justice Kagan because I thought that the history of the 14th Amendment actually provides the reason for why the presidency may not be included. And by that I mean um, I didn't see any evidence that the presidency was top of mind for the framers when they were drafting uh, Section 3 because they were actually dealing with a different issue. Um, the pressing concern, at least as I see the historical record, was actually what was going on at lower levels of the government. The possible infiltration and embedding of insurrectionists into the state government apparatus and the real risk that former Confederates might return to power in the South via state-level elections, either in local offices or as representatives of uh, the states in Congress. And that's a very different lens. Your concern is trying to make sure that these people don't come back through the state apparatus and control the government in that direction seems to me very different than the worry that an insurrectionist will seize control of the entire national government through the presidency. And so I just am surprised that you would, given the text of the, the, the provision and the historical context that seems to demonstrate that their concern or their focus was not about the presidency, I just don't understand why you're giving that argument up. There, there is some evidence to suggest that. Uh, is there any but evidence to suggest that the presidency was what they were focused on? There is some evidence of that. There were people saying we don't want Jefferson Davis to be elected president. And there was also one of the drafts of Section 3 specifically mentioned the presidency and the vice presidency. But it wasn't, the, fi but it wasn't the final. It, it wasn't the final. So it wasn't. 
Yes, right. I'm sorry. It wasn't the final enactment, but it does show that there was some concern by some people about Confederate insurrectionists ascending to the presidency. And we didn't want to make a law office history type argument where we just look at the historical evidence and pick the evidence that we like. And All right, folks, a, a historic decision awaits. Trump versus Anderson's being heard right now as we speak. Do we have the right to elect a president or can they arbitrarily determine that a protest is actually an insurrection and the person who said to protest is actually a confederate from the 1860s? Uh, it's stupid, but it'll decide the future. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things to your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off Info. It's Thursday, February 8th, 2024. The Tucker Carlson interview drops in six hours. We'll be